One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk Podcast. I am Chopper Pequenel, and I'm joined, as always, by my intangible co-host and future Royal Jamble winner, it's Tempest. Hell yeah, and I'm joined by future two-time Jam That Champion, Pete. Two-time, two-time, two-time Jam That Champion. No, no, I can't it's just two-time, two-time. Okay, 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 okay. Two-time, two-time Jam That Champion. Yeah, that's me. Don't, don't get carried um, away now. I mean, going by WWE's rules, what I should really do is win it and then lose it again and then win it and then lose it again and then win it and then lose it again. And then I'd be like mm. a, like, like a five-time champion. And that's yeah. more important than holding it for a long time, apparently. Right. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever, did you ever see this clip from like, it was like an episode of TNA from, mm. I don't know, 2008, maybe 2009, sure. some, sometime yeah. during the dark ages, sure. you know? There's a backstage clip, and I don't know how my my memory brain isolated this exact moment, but mm-hmm. I remember it very well. Maybe, I don't know, maybe this came to me again because Bubba Ray Dudley is a, a knob, but sure. he's backstage. It's like him and Devon, and they're talking to, like, Rhino or somebody. They're talking to sure. someone, it doesn't, doesn't matter. The person that they're talking to just lost a match, and they're trying to be like, hey, man. You could. It's okay. Get back on the horse. It's okay to mm-hmm. lose. Everybody loses. And at some point, he's just like, you know, how many times we've been tag team champions? Like eighteen times. That means we lost it seventeen times. And I was like, wait, what? And then he's like, you know, how many times Ric Flair was world champion? Sixteen times. You know what? That means he lost it fifteen times. I was like, are you an idiot? <laughs> and I eventually like. At some point last year, I was listening to like a bunch of old Brian and Vinny shows off of, mm-hmm. you know, F4W just from when they would review TNA and, and eviscerate sure. it. And somehow, like the first one that I click on is that show. <laughs> yeah. That show from like December 08, where yeah. they're just like, what is Bully Ray on that he thinks that's how this works? <laughs> so clearly he's been out to lunch for a long time. But yeah, 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 you know, maybe if you use that logic, mm-hmm. you can yeah. be like a ten-time jam that champion and only lose it nine times. That's somehow. where the real money is. Yeah, somehow that that would work. I mean, it would work if I was still the champion, I suppose. Right. Yeah, but then That's if I lost it again, 
then <laughs> yeah. um, anyway i've got i've got a couple of emails tempest which we'll get Ooh. into in the outro section of this podcast uh but for now let's get into talking about nxt where we saw the returns of both pete dunn and Tommaso champa which a lot of people thought they were gonna get called up to the main roster but i guess maybe not now let's talk about it So, Tommaso Ciampa and Pete Dunne, who we thought were, like, gone from NXT, because Pete Dunne was supposedly, like, you know, like, dead. They had, like, a little funeral service for him and everything, and Ciampa had lost the NXT Championship. We all thought that they were going to go to the main roster. It's also the Rumble this weekend. Perfect time to bring him to the main roster. But, they just kind of showed up on NXT again this week. So, maybe they're not going to the main roster? We'll talk about it today. Welcome to the Rust Top Podcast review of NXT 2.0. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell. I'm joined by my intangible co-host, as always, Tempest, who'll be winning the Royal Jamble this weekend, obviously. Liar. Not about that. That's all true. That's all true. But liar. Liar who lies. What? You what? lied to me. You lied to me, Pete. What are you talking about? Ago. It was weeks ago, but everyone's seen the video now. Blood on the clock tower. You lied to me. I you I, betrayed the trust of LIW, and I don't know I, if we will ever recover. I bent the truth slightly. You maybe. lied. You said I am a noble. You came. You came to me. Mm-hmm. And you said. You said lies. You know what? I, lies make baby Jesus cry. I may have told you that I was in fact a noble, but may but you know, maybe I was talking about my real life. Maybe I have royal heritage, you know? That would make me a noble, you know? Liar. You don't know that. You're, That's what I'm you saying. Were, you were, were you reading about someone, someone, and someone, the names that you forgot and cost you the game? <laughs> don't put Spoilers. that on me. Don't Spoilers. say that it cost me the game. Uh, don't, please don't let Liar. it be true. It kind of did, though, didn't it? Um, I'm not, I'll never forget. I know it's Ollie Laurie and Dom now, though. I've got that up here now from from that incident. It's fine, Tempest. What would you do if you were on the evil team? Hmm? Would you just tell uh, the I truth? Would, I wouldn't be on the evil team. I'd be on the good team and I'd win. I wanted to be on the good team. That's I just shame. wasn't, you know? No, you'll, you'll never be now. I know. Because you're a I'm liar sorry. who lies. But it's fine. I'm going to make it up to you because after you win the Royal Jamble, I will happily defend my new Jam That Championship that I will win on Saturday. I'll happily defend that against you at WrestleJamia, and it's going to be great. Friendly competition. It will, it will be great. It will, yep. it will, it will be great. You won't have a choice in the matter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about this episode of NXT, shall we? Uh, this nice. episode is sponsored, by the way, by Wine52. Hot damn. You know, like beer 52, but like wine instead. Whoa, we'll talk about it more later. Um, but you should go check it out. There should be a link in the description or something. Uh, go click that because you can get a crate of three bottles of wine. That's nuts. Um, also, send in your ultra chats at wrestletalk.com forward slash support um, because uh, we'll go through all your ultra chats, all the ones that are five US bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air. Did I just close my notes? 
Yes, I did. Uh, so, did I didn't mean to do that. I was thrown, okay. Tempest, by the accusations of lying. That's Are what it lying was. lying to me right now? Thrown me off. I'm not lying to you. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Pete Dunne, who we thought had kind of sort of left NXT, maybe, thought, thinking they were going to get called up to the main roster. Um, they showed up again on this episode. There was a match between uh, Tony D'Angelo and Cameron Grimes to determine the number one contender to the North American Championship. Pete Dunne showed up in that match with a cricket bat uh, to kind of return the receipt uh, on Tony D'Angelo. Uh, hit him in the hand with that, which cost him the match. Cameron Grimes wins. Uh, as Pete Dunne just kind of has come back and continued his feud with Tony D'Angelo. And at the end, they were building up through the whole show that Bron Breaker's got no friends. And he's going to be facing Legado del Fantasma. And there's lots of them. And he has no friends. He needs to find a tag partner. But Brombrick has got no friends. Has, does he have any friends? No, he doesn't have any friends. So just saying that he's got no friends. And there's also a lot of them in Legado del Fantasma. Does he have any friends? No, he doesn't have friends. He should probably find a friend. They're really hammered at home on this episode. And then at the end, wouldn't you know it, he has a friend. It's Tommaso Ciampa, who came back and kind of stood alongside him, staring off against Legado del Fantasma. So both of them are back, and we thought they might have been gone, and they're kind of back doing exactly what they did before they left. So, well, with the exception of Champa now being Bron's friend rather than enemy, I suppose. But what do you make of all this, Tempest? What do you think of these guys being back in NXT? I wasn't as surprised by seeing Tommaso Champa in NXT again, because, I mean, mm -hmm. he's, he's Mr. NXT, even if it was the black and gold. So him staying doesn't surprise me nearly as much. I thought that we'd seen the last of old Pete Dunne. I figured, I mean, he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's going to win the NXT championship. Mm -hmm. You know, he just doesn't. I would not assume that he is in their immediate plans to be the top champion of this brand. So with that in mind, perhaps we can move him on to doing other things. But no, he's just back, and he's continuing this little feud with old Tony D'Angelo. Forget about it. I don't. I don't wait, know. Wait, wait. Did you say? Did you say that magic phrase? Forget about it, cuz. I said forget about it, cuz. <laughs> Thank you. Never gets old. It's Continue. like a slime phrase. It just it gets me. I forget about <laughs> it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with NXT. Because half the time we see people get called up, and then the other half of the time we've got Io Shirai that's been down here forever. And it's just spinning her tires, you know? And it feels like, I cannot stress enough that NXT was at its best when people were only on this show for like a maximum of two years. You know, that, that is like, been pushed way down the list of things that are wrong with NXT. And I did mm -hmm. like this episode of NXT for what it's worth. So this is not just going to be me complaining for an hour. At one point, I had three problems with NXT. Mm. If, if, it was like fix the matches, fix the storylines, and call up people more regularly. Now, those are way down there. The storylines are still pretty high. But the, the yeah. calling people up is still fairly low, you know. Ah, just it makes the show so much more fresh when you don't get tired of people, and yes. that was what made NXT great for so long. Because you only had like two years of Finn Balor, not even you didn't have two years of Finn Balor in NXT. Think about that longest reigning NXT champion did all this cool stuff, main evented takeovers, that legendary run that we remember less than two years craziness, less Wild. than two years. 
Yeah, Bobby Roode was like a two-year run. Shinsuke Nakamura was only a one-year run. You know, this is just this is what you got. Mal uh Malachi Black, whatever. Black, Blackie Boy was only two years. Ricochet was mm -hmm. like two years. No, Ricochet was only one year. So it's, it's just year. like again, you got rushed through a bunch of these things. And yeah, not every guy is gonna be NXT champion because of it, but it meant that the show stayed fresh. And yeah. now it feels like we're watching a show with a set roster again. And every once in a while, someone might move shows the same way that every once in a while, someone might move from Raw to SmackDown or SmackDown to Raw. You know, it's not necessarily a call up and it's not monumental. It's just like, okay, well, that person's over there now. So it's, I don't know. I've lost that kind of feeling of like, oh, well, they're definitely getting called up next. Cause like, I don't know when it's going to happen. And it doesn't feel as important as it once did either. So I don't know. I don't know. I like both wrestlers. It means the show that I get to watch is is better. So I'm not going to complain yeah. about it too much. I just think that the show could be a little more engaging. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't think this necessarily completely rules out a call up anyway. Because yeah. they could both knowing... be in the Rumble. You know, yeah, totally. You know. They could both still be in the Rumble. And knowing WWE, they could do. You know, they could just do D'Angelo and Dunn again, and then yeah. D'Angelo will win, and then that will be Pete Dunn's last match. Like cricket bat on a pole the, match. Yeah, sure, why not? Cricket bat versus crowbar. Yeah, crowbar. Cri cri nope, never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, and you know, they, they could just run that match again, and then have Dunn go up. Like Champa's now got a dyed beard. He's taken all the gray out of his beard, which is typically a very Vince McMahon thing to yep. want people to look younger. So, you know, and he's been having dark matches on the main roster. Both of them have, as well as LA Knight and Roderick Strong have been having dark matches as well. So, like, all of these guys look like they might be on their way potentially soon. Maybe it's after Mania. You know, maybe it's not as soon as the Rumble. It could be a post-Mania call-up kind of thing. But, so so maybe we'll, we'll see him around in NXT for a little bit longer. Um, but at, in the meantime, at least they make the show better. They're good wrestlers. Their presence instantly makes the show better. And I think they'll lose a big uh a lot of star power if both of them do go and especially if la knight and roderick strong go as well that's four bigger names on the show granted la knight hasn't been utilized all that well i wouldn't say and roderick strong i think is finding his feet as leader of diamond mine but he's never been kind of like a top guy or anything no so I, i've i've could be worse i i haven't given up on diamond mine but i i'm not like anticipating them be the top promote the top faction in NXT at this point. I think there was a chance to do that. There was a few weeks of really, really cool, engaging promo packages and everything where they were really treating it like, you know, like a sport, like they were a sports faction, you know, with these guys training. And nah, I don't know. I, I think the Creed brothers have, have a lot of upside. I think that Ivy Nile has a lot of upside, but I think Roderick Strong probably has reached his peak in NXT. I can't really see him going any higher. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I know we said a few weeks ago or a few months ago now that it felt like the old NXT stars were like an inconvenience for the new NXT 2.0 crew. I yeah. think we've largely gotten rid of most of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. a good chunk of that problem is gone. And not a problem yeah. that I had. I would prefer seeing all the NXT 1.0 stars compared to the 2.0 stars, but that's just me. So 
with only like a small handful of them left, I think you can kind of work around it. And it's guys like Pete Dunn who've like re-signed recently. So maybe they feel a little bit more like, oh, he's not going to leave us in, in a month. Mm-hmm. So let's not book around him kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe they could come up with something really big for Pete Dunn. Maybe not. I'm just spitballing here. I'd like to see Pete Dunn as like a top guy, and I don't foresee him being a top guy on Raw. So if it's going to happen here, why not? Yeah. And I mean, like I mentioned earlier, them being on NXT is still fine. They're still very good wrestlers. They're still enjoyable. I just don't know really what else they're going to do on NXT at this point. It feels like they could be better used elsewhere. I don't know. I'm not saying that they're going to be better used elsewhere, but it feels like they could be better used elsewhere. Um, And like you mentioned that point about how NXT seeming like it's just like a, a a fixed roster at this point. Um, it, It definitely feels like we're seeing the same people every week now, rather than the traditional NXT formula, which is kind of cycling people in and out. You might not see some people for two, three weeks, but you know, one week they'll have a promo video package and the next week they'll have a match. And the week after that, there'll be a backstage segment or whatever, you know, they're still there, but they're not wrestling every week. Whereas now it's starting to get to a point where we're seeing a lot of the wrestlers doing the same thing every week and having a lot of Mm -hmm. matches. And it's, this guy's going to do a promo. This guy's going to have a match and blah, 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 blah. It feels a bit more formulaic, which is a bit more Mm -hmm. main rostery for my, than what I would prefer, but I know a lot of people enjoy that. So I I agree with you though, because I mean, I think it's a very underrated portion of why AEW is a pretty engaging TV show. And it's Mm -hmm. for that exact reason. You don't see Malachi Black wrestle every week. Yeah. You don't see Andrade wrestle every week. You don't see Brian Danielson wrestle every week. You know, you don't even see all these guys on TV every week. Yeah. It's just you you can't get tired of seeing most of the people on the roster. Them having a good roster helps. You can get tired oh, of yeah. Dan Lambert and stuff. But you don't get tired of most of the roster because they're not shown to you often enough for you to get tired of them. And I think that's a bit of the problem with NXT these days, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. No, it's solid. Solid enough. This was a decent show, so I'm not, yeah. I'm not fixing to hate it or anything. No, it was better than usual, so can't complain too much. Much better than um, usual. They had three yeah. good segments to open the show, and I was like, what am I watching? This is yeah, unprecedented. This is crazy. <laughs> Um, but uh, before we get into some of your old chats, I want to say a special thank you to Wine52, who are sponsoring this show today. Thank you so much, Wine52. Uh, you can get a, a, a crate of three wines in time for Valentine's Day if you click the link that's at the top of the description. It's like we've been sponsored by Beer52 a whole bunch, and we've been singing their praises. But also, this is for wine. This is, it's great. Anyone who's watched any sort of like WrestleTalk After Dark or like any of the ones pre-Christmas. No, I love a bit of wine. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the wine from my hamper a fair bit on the, on the Christmas ones. Uh, so this is right up my alley. And you still got to pay the same postage of $5.95, UK viewers, and you can give them a white 52. This is great. $5.95 postage. And you get, you can choose red, you can choose white, mixed case. You can get whatever you want, whatever your taste is. It's great. Wine 52. Go click the link. Try some new wine. It's all very good. Wine, wine 52. Do it. Yeah. You know wine you should do it? Because it's uh, wine 52. Just don't whine about it. On a roll today, mate. <laughs> you look so impressed. You're a liar. <laughs> Wine52.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Click the link. 
Let's yeah. get some of your ultra chats. Everybody get a little bit wine drunk. It's the perfect yeah. way to watch NXT. Yeah. Or in, this, or in today's case, our predictions. Even our predictions, better. which are coming up after this NXT stream. By the way, yeah, we're doing predictions for the Royal Rumble. After this NXT stream, it's going to be at like half past four today, UK time. Stick around in this stream, because then you'll be automatically taken over to the prediction stream. So you don't even have to go anywhere. You can just stay here, and then watch the prediction straight after this, where I'm going to be... Pre- I'm facing Lukewarm Luke Owen for the Jam That Championship. I can get my baby back. And Tempest is going to be part of the Royal Jamble. We're going to be revealing everyone's numbers for the Royal Jamble. Tempest is going to win. I will win the Jam That Championship, and we're going to face each other at WrestleJamia, and it's going to be great. Can't wait. See, that... That was the truth. That was the truth. I'm not All a liar. those things are going to happen. Yep, absolutely. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Get some of your ultra chats here. Russelltalk.com forward slash support. Send those in. We're going to be reading all the ones that are five US dollars by the time the show goes off the air. The Sheldon Show said, uh, I feel in a blackmail situation with WWE. Like I have to support Walter's name change to keep my favorite wrestler strong in the company's eyes. Hope last night is assigned the name is the only change and his presentation as a five star ring general remains. I don't believe them. I will no. not. It's it's like it's like the end of or it's actually like the beginning of Memento. 
where it's just like, bang, sure. do not trust this man. Mm-hmm. That man is Vince. It's a picture of Vince. I don't know. It might be a while since everybody's seen Memento. He's actually talking about Vince. It, do not trust yeah. this man. It's a picture of Vince. That is yeah. the story of my life. My life is Memento. I do not trust them to maintain the excellence that is Walter. No. And I, I think one of the main things that, like we were talking about before, one of the things that makes Walter so engaging across a lot of the time is that he's not used very often. And when mm-hmm. he does, he always has like a five-star classic match. Like he's such a good wrestler that any match he has is amazing. And I'm worried with this whole set roster formula, they're doing a six-man tag next week. I'm worried that he's just going to get watered down and he's going to mm-hmm. have very quick matches and it won't be a Walter-style match or a Gunther-style match no. at this point. I'm We're sorry. not doing that. We're not okay. doing that. We're okay. not doing that. Yeah, but like, <laughs> for, for real... This will be the most often that I will have ever seen Walter. Yeah, totally. And I'm worried about that. Mm-hmm. I want yep. a shine of Walter to last forever yep. and to illuminate the entire wrestling world. I do not want it to be extinguished. Yeah. Uh, Luke Owen has chimed in on the the ultra chat apparently he has donated this is a quote loads of dollars apparently uh this is well done on not (laughs) dollar sign loads uh well done on not naming this video boobs with a thumbnail of boobs with a text boobs on it like twitter wanted you're better than everyone else it was the only thing twitter could talk about yesterday insane i mean Raquel Gonzalez likes to show off her back a lot. That's like her thing. It's true. She's like, look at my back. Yeah. Dolly J probably has a much more impressive back, I gotta be honest. Maybe. A lot stronger back, anyway. True. Bacon Rasher says, Hi, lads. I stopped watching NXT last week and cancelled recordings. I just had enough. Are you telling me now that the show is actually okay this week? Also, what's the latest on the custody of the AEW Dynamite review? Think I got Ollie shook over this. LIW for life. I, yeah, you picked a bad week to quit. This week yeah. wasn't, wasn't bad. It was but, okay. It's still, hey, it's still, it's still not a show I would watch. In my you you got to get out at some point. You can't look back on it and be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, that one wasn't wasn't too bad." You just yeah. gotta go. You gotta get out, go, and not turn back. Yeah, You've done the right Absolutely. thing. Yeah, exactly. You got to rip the bandaid and and never come back. Uh, Mayor of Painsville Dan says, Hello guys, since this is day three of lonely COVID quarantine for me, sorry to hear that, Dan, uh, I'm starting to get on people's nerves online. Therefore, here I am once again to remind everyone that Gunther does not have a TH in the name. The H is silent. Yes, it is technically Gunther. Supposedly. Supposedly. I'm not calling him that either way. So. Yeah, no, he's Walter. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah. Because is, is it, is it, is it Gunther? Is it Gunther? Is it Gun- Gunter? No, I'm not doing it. Gunther. His, his name is Walter. Walter. Much better. Idiots. I mean, a lot of the people on the show that we're talking about, and like Roddy Strong and, and Malcolm Irvin and stuff, are calling him Gunther. The straight oh. up, like, anglicized version of the name. When he said it last week, I think he said Gunther with a TH. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't even know. I, I think, and then I think he's a Gunter on this episode. Yeah, he's also got one of them accents. You know, they hate those. Mm, yeah, sure. Yeah. 
You know what we uh, never had a problem with? Figuring out yeah. how to say Walter or Walter. I mean, well, you did just say, is it Walter or Volta? Yes. But it doesn't matter. I guess this no, doesn't true. matter either, but still, no. I'm not calling him that. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not calling him that. The they're, point is, they're not getting stupid. away with uh, Riot DR said, uh, now I don't have a lot of experience with magical fireballs, but I guess the more you beat up the spellcaster, the faster you heal. Makes as much sense as anything else on the show. Also, what is it with the facial expression of Von Wagner? L-I-W for life. You know, I was really tempted to title this stream really over-the-top sarcastic. Like, oh my god! Von Wagner has aligned with Robert Stone! But I, yeah. I got the feeling that people would think I was being legit, and I don't think it would come across in text form. <laughs> so... I didn't, but I was very yeah. tempted. To You'd be like, really throw off the Von Wagner. Biggest news. Yeah. The ones, the ones, oh my God. The, the 25 people that Von Wagner is really over with. You'd make <laughs> yeah. them really upset. Um, Keith Lloyd said, I have two questions. One, what is Robert Stone's gimmick? And two, why is Mandy Rose, say it Tempest, just so sexy? He didn't write just, but it's just so sexy. Close enough. Also, can't wait to see the rise of LAW again this week. LAW four 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 life. Thank you. Uh, we'll get into the rest of your ultra chats later. I don't know what Robertson's gimmick is. We'll talk about that more later, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And Mandy Rose is being desired by a load of other people now at this point. Great. Uh, talk about that more later as well because that was also on this show. Let's talk about it. Now, more Ultra Chats later. Rustalk.com forward slash support. The show started with MSK going to touch the Dusty Cup and be like, no, don't touch it. Bad things happen when you touch the cup. And then they did a, the entrance and they faced Jacket time. Sure. It's just strange. A little yeah. bit. You know? Yeah. like It was like when Triple H did the, the promo ahead of the first TakeOver Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. He's in the ring and he's just like, shh, guys, shh, shh. Yeah. You gotta let me do this thing. It's gonna be really cool. And then you can cherish. Mm -hmm. And they never all the way shut up. You know, they yeah. never all the way be quiet. But like they're doing a promo with no mics in front of the camera on the stage in front of all the people just before the yep. lights come on. You know? Yeah. It's just like it's a bit weird, it? what is to stop this crowd of people from being like NXT, NXT. <laughs> a director. A director. Exactly. Strange. It's very strange. Uh I always love that that Triple H promo. Take Brooklyn. The uh, what was it? We uh, we started a movement. You made it a revolution, etc. That one. Mm -hmm. it was, yeah, it was a promo. Kind of over the whole revolution promo. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it nonstop for the last six years in multiple places. Yeah. Just show me a wrestling show. Just start yeah, the man. music. Go to the first match. Yeah. Uh, MSK then faced Jack at time in the Dusty Cup first round. It's pretty sad. And it was a pretty fun match. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, of course they pinned Kushida. You got an yeah, Ikmanjiro right there. But sure, pin Kushida, that's fine. Um, but this was a fun match. MSK, okay. I then wrote, my next note was, MSK are very good wrestlers. Why don't they just let them be good wrestlers? <laughs> Instead of being the weird comedy goofy balls that they are. I don't know. About wrestling, weird. It's about characters. 
You gotta have a course. character. Mm, character. You're right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but this was a good match. Really enjoyed it. A lot of fun back and forth stuff. Igmanjiro, I think, looked particularly good in this match. I haven't seen too much of him actually wrestle before, and I think he had some decent spots in this one. Good stuff. Yeah. I thought it was a very fun way to open up the show. Got a lot of this is awesome chance at the end. I think it was a little mm-hmm. bit strong. Yeah. I cut this line from, from my edited review because I was like, that sounds a little bit more pointed than it should. But I was like, <laughs> I feel like this would have been an acceptable main event on like AEW Dark. You know? Mm. Where it's just like, it's real, it's fun. It's not like a four and a half star match or anything. It's just what it's what it needs to be. Yeah. It was you know, good. It was, it was it's, it's a first round dusty classic match. So Yeah. You don't Great. you don't need it to be crazy, but I was just like, oh, this is awesome. I was like, is it? It was a little strong. Yeah. Maybe I'm just yeah. a curmudgeonly old man that doesn't want people to have fun. But yeah, this, I think so. The fact that we've gotten to the this is awesome chant for like a three star opening match is just like I feel like is a step backwards for wrestling. You know, and it doesn't to matter protect... at all the sanctity. Yeah. The oh, this is awesome shit. Exactly, yeah. It's like the you deserve it chart. You need to preserve the sanctity of that chart. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, this is a fun opener. Yeah. Um, My next note is, oh great, Zoe Stark's backstage with EO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, if you just ignore everything that doesn't happen in, in the ring, mm-hmm. the show is fine. Yeah. It's all the ridiculous ridiculous backstage gimmicks yeah. god delete them all from the show fast forward through it and this show goes up a point every week mm-hmm. absolutely yeah just do some more wrestling it's fine yeah. Yeah. um zoe sark is disagreeing with you shirai what else is why new they, tiffany why stratton why are they still hanging out she doesn't like you i don't know tiffany stratton says she's gonna beat io shirai later cool and then she did. Not she sure did. Yep. Um <laughs> MSK, we cut back to the ring. MSK is still celebrating. And then out come the Gadwell Phantasma. And then we cut to a Gamron Crimes promo. And then Carmelo Hayes arrives with Ollie J. And then we cut back to Legadodel Phantasma in the ring. Please sort out your pacing, WWE. It's no not idea. hard. This happened more than once on this show. Sure did. But... Oh man. It's rough. Um uh, the Gallo Phantasma cut a promo, or Santos Escobar specifically cuts a promo about Bron Breaker, um, saying that you know he's gonna beat him up, whatever. I'll be honest, I didn't really pay attention to what he was saying because I knew Bron. I was thought this was a bit. good promo. Yeah, I thought this was a good promo. They talked. To, he talked about. All right, I wasn't gonna say anything, but you said Gamron Crimes. <laughs> Did I actually? One person in the chat picked it up, and I was like, I'm gonna <laughs> let it go until someone else says it. But yeah, Gamron really Weagle. Going to talk to William Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, I thought this was like a really good little promo, you know. I don't like that they can't say the word hate. That has bothered me for like 10 years. But regardless, sure. he's like, I it's like I don't like you, Brian. In fact, I despise you. I was like, just say mm-hmm. anything. Just it's like, oh that's that's a bad word. You can't teach kids to Say that hate is, is, is an okay thing to say. Just mm-hmm. <clears throat> whatever. It's one of the reasons yep. Batista quit in the first place. But anyway, <laughs> it's neither here nor there. I thought this promo was really good. He talked about being from like similar lineages because they're both second generation. And mm-hmm. he said that it 
sickens him that Braun Breaker got to NXT so quickly, that he's NXT champion so quickly. He's only had like a dozen matches and he's NXT champion and he hates that. He hates that he got there before him. It felt to me, because again, your heels are supposed to believe what they're saying. I believed everything that Santos Escobar said. And I mean, he's a heel, so he's going about it the wrong way because, you know, he's like a mob boss with his little family that will take you out behind your back and all that. So he's going about it the wrong way, but I understand what he's feeling. And I don't think he's all the way wrong in how he's feeling, just going about it the wrong way. That to me is proper heel work. And then Braun Breaker came out and cut a decent babyface promo and told Santos Escobar to shut up in Spanish. And everyone went, ooh. <laughs> he I spoke went, the foreign language. He said, Gaete. Gaete. That's pretty good. I, I honestly, I much preferred Bronze promo to Santos. I don't know what it was about Santos. I think I liked the content of Santos's promo. I just don't think it was delivered super well. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and watch it again. Maybe I was just tired or whatever. It's very possible. Um, but yeah, I, when Bron came out, I was like, damn, he's actually got a pretty good like intensity. Like, yeah, like him telling, telling Santos to shut up in Spanish was pretty good. And him mm. just saying, just say the challenge and I'll fight you. Just come on, let's fight. And Santos was like, yeah, we do it on my time. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. this is this is decent. And then Wacky Wild and Ramon Dosa tried to attack Braun and he fends them both off. This was this was decent. If if putting the title on their guy means that they will have a well-booked babyface champion, what I, I, there you go. Yeah. It's it's one it's way right. to do it, but as long yeah. as it's done right, hell yeah. Like Braun Breaker coming out and telling him Kayate, champs talking. It's like, mm. well, damn that. Yeah. It's good. He's the top guy. You gonna you gonna try and talk back to him right now? Big jacked up champion with a belt over his shoulder, buzz cut, son of a great like amateur wrestler, crazy strong guy. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't mess with Braun Breaker. That's yeah. what I want. I've always, I've always been behind Braun Breaker. Just want it to be done properly. Right yeah. now, I think the whole Braun Breaker Santos Escobar thing is very intriguing. I'm much very much behind it. I think Braun has really good baby face fire, which we don't see a lot. Because yeah. you often see the heel fire. You don't yeah. really often see the baby face fire. And when you do, it's often accompanied with some pretty like bad lines that are written for them. Um, but this I thought was very good. Played up Braun's strengths very well. Mm -hmm. um, we then had a video package for Boa and Solo Sokoa. And then they had a match, uh, which was a full scout anywhere, no DQ match. It was okay. I oh. thought it was fine. It was alright. Um, you didn't have spooky boa garbage, and as long as you don't have the spooky garbage, true. I can I can handle boa being on my TV if he's not doing stupid boa things. Yeah. Well, yeah. both of them had face paint on in this one. Um, it's allowed, right? I like sure. Jeff Hardy. I like Finn Balor. <laughs> uh, and they they kind of went back and forth a bit. There was a few weapon shots to start with, a few chairs and stuff like that. They went to the back and were doing this whole thing against like a. a uh, um, what's it called like a grate, like a metal grate. To, to... Yeah, sure, one of those. One of the ones where you then... pull the chain to get the thing to go up. Yeah, and then he pulled it, and then I like that you did not see the fire extinguisher, so it looked like uh, Solo Sokoa just kind of like misted him <laughs> with something. <laughs> no, you, know what the... <laughs> you know what my favorite bit of all this was? Because mm. I don't know, I don't know why I had like one moment of. I'm going to really psychoanalyze a line from commentary. Sure. I just decided, you know what? No, that doesn't make sense. It's where they, they were like hitting the garage door with a ladder. Cause he was like trying to impale it with this ladder. Mm -hmm. and I think Vic Joseph says like, 
they've 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 beaten that garage door beyond recognition. <laughs> and I love the idea of of him sitting there, and they're like, "Bang!" Hit the garage door. He's like, "Bang!" Hit the garage door. Bang! Hit the garage door. What the hell is that? <laughs> what? That's not a garage door. What is? I have no idea what that is. I've never seen that before in my life. What? What? Wade? What is that? What? 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 What is that? What? <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like I will never be able to recognize that thing again. No, it's yeah, just but... I just have no idea. Some sort of metal contraption, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, uh, um, what is he? What did he say? Um, a mechanical mechanism, I think, is what Vader used to call his his little head thingy. Yeah. God. Terrible. <laughs> um, I thought this was decent. I thought I quite liked the finishing spot of uh, Solaskoa doing a splash to the outside through a table. That's a fun little spot like that. Had good camera um, work for once. Huh? That spot yeah. had good camera work for once. Sure they shot is. it from below. Had them crash yeah. through. I'll give them props when they get something right. Yeah. Um. Probably a nitpick on my part. Something I didn't really like. They had three chairs set up in three corners of the ring, like mm. in, like wedged in between the ropes. Right, yeah, yeah. And Solo went through and smashed Boa's face off the three chairs, one after the other, and then Boa got straight up and like dropped him off the off the top rope. I was like, I feel like you should have solved that a bit more. Like it's three <laughs> chairs to the face, you know? Like that's yeah. like an ending spot, you know? Mm -hmm. And he took three of them straight back to back to back, and then was just like, and throw you off the top right. Okay, Can I... that is a nitpick though. Yeah, I thought this match was like fine. I thought I hope it's a blow off. I hope we're done here. If if Bola yes. attacks Sola Sokoa next week, I I will walk off the show. Yeah. But regardless, for what it was, I thought it was very good. Also, this is unrelated. I don't know if this is accurate. I feel like this mask, like not pinches, but applies pressure here because it's mm -hmm. only when I wear this mask for these shows my nose just starts running, <laughs> and I don't know why. I think it must it's, be like it's only because I will talk to you off off mm -hmm. recording for how long i'll be in the meetings i'll be totally fine soon as we get like 10 15 minutes into this i'm just like uh, uh, what is happening yeah it, it, it's it's become a pattern <laughs> i would like to get to the bottom of it i think the solution uh, tempest is you gotta take the mask off it's not happening pete okay fair enough well uh after that, uh, we then got an Imperium promo. He's still called Gunther. That's still his name. Uh, he gave a justification for the name change in this one, saying that he needs to stand on his own two feet. Like, he, you know, he was given his name from his grandfather, who he respects massively, but now he needs to carve his own path and he needs to, to stand on his own two feet with his own identity. He's called Gunther. As an explanation... Mm -hmm. That's better than the no explanation we usually get. Yep. I still would not have done this. No, not at but all. I, and, I, I and I will say the low levels of effort that have been put in. Yeah, and I will say from last week when we were kind of freaking out about the whole Gunther Stark thing, him not being called Gunther Stark, thumbs up. It's 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 just Gunther. That is better. No. Still not good, but it is better than Gunther Stark. Now it is literally just at this point. A name change, yeah, which is pointless. Why did you change the name? But it's nowhere near as bad as it could have been, so that's good Indeed. at least. 
Agreed. Um, then had Duke Hudson versus Guru Raj in a squash match. Duke Hudson won. Uh, speaking of weird babyface fire that has a really cringe line in it, Dante Chen then came out and said, "I'm going to show you the respect that you didn't give me uh, <laughs> that you didn't give me last week by letting you know." Here I come, and then ran down to the ring. I was like, mm. <laughs> "That's all right. Need some, Need some yeah. work." But I feel like anytime I see something that I don't like on this show from a young guy, they're like, "That's developmental." <laughs> That's the get out of jail free card right there. Yeah, it's like supposedly it's 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 developmental, yeah. but it's like, yeah. it's but fine. I, I like that I they put the focus back on him. You know, yes. I like that they because. We watched last week's show, and Dante Chen, I was just like, wow, look at that promo package. He talks about wanting to wrestle for his recently deceased father that's, like, really emotional, really powerful, really moving. I really like that. And then, he, like, there was a DQ in his match in a minute because of Duke Hudson. I was like, well, that was stupid. At mm-hmm. least now, it's not like – because how many times would we see that, and then the sh- all of the focus would be shifted to Duke Hudson? Yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah. I like that they've put the focus back on Dante Chen. I'm looking for the positive this week. I like Dante Chen's character, so I'm I'm glad to see that he's not just going to be forgotten. Yeah, I agree. Um, and hopefully he gets to do some good stuff. Fingers crossed, because I quite like him. Uh, we then had Indy Hartwell and Persia Prada and Katie Ray doing a backstage promo. They said nothing. They said, we're going to win, basically. Um, again, nitpick but it's something i noticed on the show i hate when you have a group of people they finish a backstage promo and they walk off in separate directions it's like <laughs> where, where are you going, going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no my favorite one of those ever was mm. the old it was like dx in 2006 where they finish their promos they go off in separate direction then you see triple h just go and run <laughs> back across the screen <laughs> they had um... like they had that with Austin Theory, it, I think, in the way. Fun, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But when you do it legit, it's like, why have you done that? Anyway, um, Toxic Attraction then came out to face Indy Persia and Katie Ray. But also, we then had uh, Legado del Fantasma promo first, where uh, Santos was saying that he has to face uh, Wacking Wild and Raul Mendoza two on one unless he can find a friend. Does he have a friend? He doesn't have a friend. He's all alone. He doesn't have friends. Friends? That's not what he has. This is why you don't team with three heels at War Games. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Then we had the actual match of Toxic Attraction versus Indy Hartwell, Purge Brother, and Kaylee Ray. I like that the ring announcer only introduced Kaylee Ray and not (laughs) Indian Persia. Sure, whatever. The people Um, that won. mm -hmm, When you look at it, the people that won the match didn't get introduced yep backwards that's fine um my next note for this is of course they pin the champions um why not sure they don't have a women's tag division so who cares this is fine a women's dusty cup right now yep just have them win the dusty cup you get your shot easy (laughs) why are you beating the champions Oh, my Lord. So, in storyline, Toxic Attraction just suck. Mm-hmm. They have all the belts, but they suck. They can't win matches, you yeah. know, without excessive tomfoolery involved mm-hmm. in Anaganery. I dislike 
this idea. I also, this is difficult because again, it's developmental. So I want to cut people some slack. I feel like some of these matches are a little too long for someone like JC Jane. Fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I do think that having her involved in six women tag team matches is the best way to, for her to improve, for sure. But these are the kind of shows that, you know, should be house shows. Mm-hmm. Helping, helping people get over a more natural yeah. setting. As opposed I, to you know, trying to learn on the fly doing TV. It's great for a developmental promotion that's not a TV show every yeah. week. You know, like actual yeah. developmental, how it should be. Like yeah. a developmental show that's not a weekly TV show. Yeah. Why yeah. are we watching developmental? Um, <clears throat> I thought the match was like fine. The match was you know, fine. It was, it was fine. I wasn't like appalled. I wasn't blown away. <laughs> Kaylee Ray chased uh, Mandy Rose to the back with her bat. And then Persia Prada won with her. I don't even know what the move is called, but it's like a... She's got the fireman's carry and then she twists with it. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like an F5, but not as impressive. Yes. An F5, you know? but not as impressive. I agree. Yeah. She, she twists them the other way. Mm-hmm. She pushes the legs off as opposed to pushing. I guess that is still how no. Brock Lesnar does it, but does it yeah. the other way. Yes. Yeah. Drops them like between yes. her legs sitting down. Yes. Yeah, like, it's like a sit out F5. Kind yeah. Of. How do you make a sit out F5 look not impressive? I don't know. I don't know. It's whatever. Again, Idris NFA. Worrying about this. Yeah. Match, Idris NFA and Malik Blade had a promo. Idris NFA wants to ask out Mandy Rose. Do you know why, Tempest? She's got ambition. Come on, Tempest. Say the thing. She's just so sexy, Pete. <laughs> yeah, she is. Um, uh, sure. They've been given a bit of character now. I like them. Yeah. I like both yeah, right? of them. I watch them and I want them to succeed. I don't know why. Sure. Maybe they're just because they're, they're young dudes that I think mm-hmm. appear to be talented and have potential, but I don't know. I like I see them. I don't know uh, who are they facing in like the, the are they facing the Creed brothers or something in the semifinals? Uh, or are they facing no, MSK? They're, no, they're facing MSK. Yeah. All right, I want them to have like a 25-minute match and have it be really good in the main event mm-hmm. and lose, but get the rub from a really great match. If they did that, I'd be very, very happy. I wouldn't be surprised if they... No, I was going to say if they win, but I think they're telling the story of MSK too much. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that the stare-off they have with Legado del Fantasma might mean that LDF might interfere, cost MSK and have... NFA and Malik Blade get another shock victory, you know, but I don't know. Um, we then had uh, Grizzle Junk Veterans come out for their match. Earlier today, here's Raquel Gonzalez. Whiplash. Those two things um, are related. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Cora Jade still wants to tag with Raquel. Raquel was like, no. Why and do then Cora you was like, to? But we can win stuff. And then she's like, "I please leave me alone. And she's like, but Raquel, let me prove it to you. She's like, piss off, please. So I'm assuming they're going to tag together soon. They're facing each other next week, but <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming they're going to tag together after that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so unbelievable. You know? I don't believe that Raquel Gonzalez, the character she is right now, would end up teaming with Cora Jade in two weeks. 
I yeah. don't believe her stance would be changed. Mm-hmm. Unless Cora Jade like saves her life or something. She'll get persuaded. Push her next out week. of the way of a moving car. Yeah. Save her life. Give her a debt I mean, of gratitude. Mary Rose turned up in a little helicopter for New Year's Evil, right? So mm-hmm. maybe she's gonna get, you know, cut up by the, the helicopter blades from Mandy Rose and Cora Jade is like, no, I'll That's protect okay. you. And then she does. See? It all makes land. sense. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like Cora Jade just looks like such a geek in these segments. A little bit. You don't yep. want to be the baby face that no one wants to be your friend. Tell me about it. How's that worked out for Zoe Stark? We don't like that character either. It's the same character. It's a loser baby yeah. face trying to get the cool person to hang out with them. Yeah. That would be fine if I wasn't supposed to cheer the, the loser. You mm-hmm. know? You know, like, you can yeah. you can have the geek. It's like, like, you're supposed to cheer Hornswoggle a certain way when he's trying to be in DX. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting Hornswoggle to challenge for the top championship. Cora Jade was challenging for the top championship like two weeks ago. There's a difference. It was. Grizzled Young Veterans then faced off against Andre Chase and Bodie Haywood. Someone watched Point Break when they were naming people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I said in this match, Andre Chase doing the stumps and calling out the give me a C. And then he stumps as everyone goes C. Give me an H. H as he does the stump. I could see that getting over. It's a little like cool little chant or whatever. But then I wrote, what the F are these splashes from Bodie Hayward? Right? Oh what was God. that? These gym class spots. Oh, it wasn't good. Ooh, he looked yeah. uh just a just I called them burpees. What I don't even remember what he was doing. It's like as soon as I stopped watching it. I forgot yeah. the actual no, he just, of what he was doing. He was just oh, yeah, sprinting he was like, on the stump. Sprinting, drop down, get up, splash. Kind of thing. It didn't even do the drop down. He just sprinted on the spot and then just splash. And then he got mm-hmm. up and then sprinted on the spot and the crowd went, oh, because they're directed, you see. And then he did a little splash. Uh, and then got up again and kept sprinting on the spot and looked really happy doing it as well. And then did He's on TV. This is his first match on TV. Sure. Be happy. Yeah. But sure. yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't really there wasn't much to get into with this tag match. It was pretty quick. Nah. You know, the Grizzly yeah. Dunk Vets won. That's a plus. That's a big plus. Double code breaker. Been... Yeah, I don't know what that was about. For honestly, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's not their usual finish. And then for the mm-hmm. light, I sat there and just went like, I have no memory of what the ticket to mayhem looks like. <laughs> <laughs> like I just went, I, I don't I don't remember. I don't remember what this move was. It's normally a code breaker, but it's the throw up into it, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Like, I know that I'd seen it, but it was just my brain went blank. (laughs) I may have, may as well never have seen that move before. Yeah. Also, uh, what's his face? Andre Chase had like the most pitiful Dusty Rhodes tribute spot ever. You know? Yep. Sure. Like, bam, bam, bam. Oh, bam. You know, Cody doesn't Mm -hmm. like every match. Cody does it a lot better than Andre Chase did it here. Well, like I saw it and I went, oh, I would be offended. Yeah. Uh, but then, don't worry. The story's not over there, guys, because it's time for the return of Von Wagner. 
Oh, I know everyone was really keen about this. Everyone was on the edge of their seats thinking, where's Von Wagner? Don't worry, he's back. He beat up Andre Chase University afterwards. And then Robert Stone got in the ring and gave him a jacket, and then he put on a jacket, and the commentator was like, oh my god, Von Wagner has joined Robert Stone. The oh Earth god, will never be the same time. again. He joined jacket time. That's what this was actually about. A ja- Tempest, it's a jack- he's got a jacket on now. Oh my god, I can't... What's going to happen that, next? Does that mean Naomi can't touch him either? <laughs> There's so many jacket and jacket related stories. Yeah. I mean, we There's even had three. one. Christ. You have three things about jackets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of. I don't think this one's actually going to be about jackets. But there's been it, like it felt like it was. There's been three segments at least related to jackets in one week. I feel like I'm losing my yeah. mind. Oh my god. Good god. Um I, Yeah. I don't know. Von Wagner might be approaching uh approaching Boa territory in terms of mm. I do not give a shit levels. I could not care less about this man. <laughs> they have you actively know? made him less interesting by putting him with Robert Stone. Yeah. Like, God. He started at his peak of entering that four-way for the world title, and he has gotten less interesting every week. Yep. That's impressive. Hey, man. He debuted on SmackDown that one week. (laughs) No, he was a ghost. (laughs) He was a vision. He was an apparition. Only Sami Zayn could see him. Sami Zayn's going to come back to NXT, see Von Wagner, and be like, oh, you again. (laughs) Yep. Um, I think you're real. Grayson Waller did a promo. Cool. And then we had Io Shirai versus Tiffany Stratton. They played the 2K22 trailer. Sure looks like a 2K game. And mm-hmm. then uh, Shirai won the match after Tiffany Stratton took the majority of the offense for some reason. Interesting. Yeah. Sure. Man, I could do without her screaming about daddy all the time you know mm-hmm. like i i, I don't want to rant like yeah some people like that <laughs> not me some people not me well. not me but you know like i don't want to rant every week about them having to have their stupid little caricatures mm-hmm. damn it carrot catchers the caricatures carrot catches yep yeah but i mean good lord I, I do not need to see this cartoon wrestling show where the sleeping girl is talking with the daddy's girl. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it is fake. It's a fake show with fake people. I don't believe anything that I see on this show. Sometimes, sometimes you can you can steer close enough into reality, like with the Santos Escobar Braun Breaker thing, where they're like, oh, we're both second generation wrestlers. And I was like, well, that's true. All right, so you, you've gotten me to believe you so far. But then I also get stuff like this, where I'm just mm-hmm. like, why am I watching this this person? Again, here's a here's an example. When she goes up at the beginning of the show and she's like, oh, you you get this off a discount rack to Zoe Stark or whatever, talking about how terrible her outfit was. Sure. It's like you're wearing a props department. None of this is yours. <laughs> if if imagine, take me back two years ago, Rob Gronkowski signs with WWE. If he comes out, comes in as a heel, having been like a four-time Super Bowl champion or whatever he was at the time, multi-million dollar guy, he could come in wearing whatever he wants. If he walked up to Kona Reeves, it was just like, I'd be like, I believe it. Yeah. It's real. 
He's a real guy. I don't believe that anything about Tiffany Stratton is real. Fair. I also don't think that you should be beating new characters on their second match. Fair. It's also Io Shirai, so... Just don't beat Just never beat people. Mr. Yeah. Perfect beat a lot of people before he came up against Hulk Hogan. You know? You don't yeah. have to go straight to it and have him lose. Diamond Mine did a promo. They want a six-man tag next week. Creed Brothers have some decent intensity on their promo. Roderick Strong should have a mouthpiece. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah, He always should have, you know? Like, I love Roddy, but that's never been his strongest suit. Not at all, no. Um, then we got uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. They had a musical performance from Ollie J. It was I not mean, good. <laughs> not. I I prefer this sort of thing to like a poppy performance. That that's just personal taste. I would yeah. rather not see either of them on my wrestling show, you know. But yeah. I mean, if I if I gotta if I gotta listen to screamo or or rap, I'm choosing rap. Yeah. Also, they, I like they... I like that it worked in the promo package. I was just about to criticize that because I didn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) They spliced in the uh, little bits of Tony D'Angelo and uh, Cameron Grimes hyping up the main event. And for me, it just didn't fit at all. It was just like, she's doing a performance. Cameron Grimes. What? And it's Mm -hmm. her just just doing some more rap. And then you just see Tony D'Angelo going, hey. It's like, what? You Huh? What's going on? I, I prefer this over just a performance. At least they tried to sure. work it into the show itself. Like if there's a little bit of effort there, I can I can give them some credit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. They did this at like Takeover New Orleans or something like that too. Where they did a live performance for the opening video package. Yes. You yeah. Know? It's pretty That's cool. fine. I, I don't mind like a, the opening yeah. to a big show having a musical performance to be like, this is the introduction. His video mm-hmm. package, here's the, the theme song for the thing. Having it yeah. before the main event is just like yeah. weird to me. But yeah. yeah. Um we then had okay, so we had that musical performance, then Tony D'Angelo does a promo, then Tiffany Stratton does a promo with Wendy Chu. I don't care. And then we got the main event of Cameron Grimes versus Tony D'Angelo. Uh with the return of Pete Dunn with a cricket bat. Um who cost Tony D'Angelo. Bat, huh? Why do you why does he have a cricket bat? Because he's English. Do, do y'all just carry those everywhere? I don't. Who cares? <laughs> just whatever. <laughs> who cares? Yeah. It's it's uh, dumb. It's like, oh, yeah, know. it is Pete Dunn. Wah, wah. <laughs> I okay. thought he was Pete Dunn with NXT. Ah, oh, there it is. Now we're now we're on it. Um, camera grabs one. Thanks to that, he was going back and forth with Tony D'Angelo a bit. I thought the match was fine. I thought it was mm-hmm. decent. Um, till the end, I would rather Cameron Grimes just won, personally. But, you know. Um, but yeah, he won. Cameron Grimes, number one contender. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. God, you're right, A-Shock. If I was a character in NXT, I would carry a hockey stick everywhere. That, mm-hmm. that would be the thing. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> yeah, if, I thought the main event was, like, fine. It was, like, solid. Yeah. Three out of five main events, which is decent enough had the right person win i'm excited for the direction of cameron grimes and carmelo hayes i think that should be a good match i'm 
at least fine with the idea of Pete Dunn and Tony D'Angelo having one more match. That's that's all right, I suppose. Uh, overall, I thought it was a pretty fine episode of NXT. When like there were a few backstage segments where I saw them and went like, "This is really stupid. I don't like this," but they were mostly quick. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, we got a lot of decent to good wrestling, a decent to good promo, a couple matches that I could do without. But overall, I think this is like a low four. Like sure maybe maybe a high three for the show but like i I'd, I'd have given it a three i don't think i liked some some stuff as much as you did but this was the show just, show. It, it didn't piss me off for once mm. like i watched yeah. the whole show without getting pissed off and that was like all right that's a four out of five that's fair Give yeah that every week if i could have it, this every week just a competently booked wrestling show i'd take mm-hmm. it 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 didn't piss me off it also didn't make me that excited which that is like... was the other thing. I had no idea what to say in my editor review because the show mm-hmm. was very unremarkable. Yeah. I would just prefer unremarkable, but fairly logical to mm-hmm. the Gunther reveal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that was last week? It's been yeah, one week since it feels Gunther. feels like it was a year ago. Ridiculous. Um... So, before we get into the rest of your Ultra Chats, one more time, I want to say thank you to Wine52 for sponsoring this stream. Thank you so much, Wine52. Go click the link, wine52.com forward slash WrestleTalk. You can get a free crate of three wine bottles just for the postage of $5.95 UK viewers only. Um, go, go get it. Wine's good. Wine's a good drink. Go drink it. Wine52, do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wine's good. Go drink it. Wine is good. Go drink it, but also drink responsibly. <laughs> um, but you get the wines from different regional country each time, so that's nice. And then you can choose what ones you want, whether it's like red or white or mixed or whatever. So you go, go do the thing. Wine52.com forward slash wrestle talk. Also, Tempest, before yeah. we do get into the final lot of these ultra chats here, after this stream, we will be doing the Royal Rumble predictions, where it's going to be mm-hmm. me versus Luke for the championship. You're going to be entering the Royal Jamble. Uh, I've seen that there's been a bunch of people that have been hyping up their Jamble entries. People have been declaring all over social media. Um, one of those people who we're going to be seeing in the stream later, Social Media Abby has Ooh. declared for the Rumble. What? Social Media Abby, are the rumours true? Are you going to be in this year's Royal Jamble? I don't know how you heard this, but yes, the rumours are true. I've been behind the scenes for far too long. It's time for me to make my main roster debut. I will win the Royal Jamble. I will go on to Wrestle Jamia and I will become the first ever female Jam That Champion. I will see the other losers at predictions. Now get out of my face. I've got work to do. That's some strong <laughs> words from social media. Abby right there. Very strong words. Mm. Staying out of her way. You yeah. Think? Uh. I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to say anything. I have an idea for this <laughs> prediction stream. I could do it. All right. <laughs> um, but we'll see Abby and Tempest and me and Luke and a bunch of other people. Oh my God, so many people on the prediction stream straight after this one. But first, we need to get into the rest of your Ultra Chats. $5 and up. Send those in at WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Last chance to do so. Uh, 
Ben Grimshaw said, Hi, would either of you sign for NXT as a wrestler if they offered you a contract? Haha! <laughs> no. I mean, depends on who I am. If, I, if I'm if mm. i like, mm, although, no, I don't think I would. I don't think there's a scenario. Maybe if I was like broke. If the options mm -hmm. were working for NXT or starving, I would probably oh, yeah. pick NXT. But if yeah, I'm sure. if I'm an, if I'm a, a new wrestler and I want to train and learn, I would not go to NXT because I don't think they train people very well. No. If I'm if I'm at all an established talent, I don't want to go to NXT. My mm -hmm. goals and my views of life and everything do not align with working for NXT as a wrestler. I agree. Also, I'm not a wrestler, so no. Um, Jared Hazelwood said, not NXT related, but I wanted to know uh, Tempest's thoughts on this. Haku versus Minoru Suzuki, who goes over? Oh, in real life? <laughs> in real life, yeah. Haku. I'm never betting Haku. against Haku. Haku yeah. is the most terrifying man that's ever existed in wrestling. Uh, so apparently these next off chats have just been renamed to Yu-Gi-Oh! chats. Hell yeah! <laughs> Blind Raw influence uh, spreads. <laughs> yeah, uh, Blind Raw says, since I haven't watched 2.0 and this was uh, a lot less offensive episode from last week, uh, let's talk about something else. Tempest, are you playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel? What's your deck looking like? Uh, I am not playing Master Duel. I played for about 15 minutes. It wasn't really for me because I played one match online with someone who like XYZ summoned or, or Pendulum summoned or something. I don't understand how it works. Again, I, I played like one card, set one thing set face down. I had to go first, of course, because I lost the rock, paper, scissors deal. And I was like, okay, there's my turn. And then the next person just went like, and then I do this, and then I do this, and then I activate this with a special effect of this, and that allows me to summon this. And I was like, I'm lost. This yep. game isn't for me anymore. So I've mm -hmm. heard there's like a, a story mode, like a single player campaign type deal where you can go through and just play. I might look into trying to do that, but overall, I'm, I'm not really into it. The Jedi Muffin says, oh boy, the Jambler's almost here. I wonder how strong Kali's going to be with uh, in his chops during this year's Rumble. Also, who's more over? Cameron Grimes' To The Moon, or Yugi telling his giant uh, soldier of stone to attack the moon? Attack the moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's my band name, Attack the Moon. Attack the Moon? Nice. Yeah. 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 Very good. Those, um, uh, oh, I forget... I was having a, a conversation with the lady partner recently, and that came up. Something about dolphins. It was yeah. It was it was like my band name was like uh, uh, the disingenuous dolphins or something like that. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like that. Amazing. Uh, I think that is going to do it for the ultra chats for this stream. So that's going to do it for the stream as a whole. The uh, Prediction stream will be kicking off in about 25 minutes from now, but stay here in this very stream and you'll be directed straight over to that one when it starts. So you don't even have to go anywhere. You don't even have Leave to lift a finger. Open. Leave the window yeah. open. We'll be right back. Not the... It's cold out though, so don't leave that window open. But the window on your browser, leave that one open. Thanks for that clarification, I'm, Pete. I am on the ball today <laughs> thank you everyone for watching this episode of the nxt podcast uh subscribe more videos etc thank you so much to wine 52 once more wine 52.com forward slash wrestle talk go click that link and, and get yourself a free crate of wine
I have got a fun little email here from Misha talking about that episode of SmackDown where Sonya Deville's jacket was super powerful and, Mm -hmm. you know, if she took it off, then suddenly she was powerless to stop Naomi attacking her, right? Supposedly. Uh, I've yet to see that half of the equation come into play. Yeah, I know. Um, So what Misha's done here is turned the jacket into a magic item that one could use in a certain role-playing game. Mm-hmm. Known as Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, so, Corporate Jacket is the, is the name of it. And says, Wondrous item, rare, requires attunement. Uh, this is a lesser version of the CEO's jacket, an artifact possessed by the arch-lich Vince McMahon, and rumoured to be his phylactery. Oh yeah, now again, it's real D&D terminology, this is great. <laughs> uh, different versions of this item exist at varying levels of power. While wearing this jacket, any wrestler who attacks you must make a save against being fired, and you make a and you make booking decisions with advantage. You can use the command spell at will, charisma save to resist, <laughs> charisma save to resist, characters who are over have advantage on this role. While I tune to this item, your alignment becomes lawful evil. These powers do not work against anyone wearing a more powerful jacket than yours. I love it. Thanks, Misha. I tell you, if anything's going to get me into D&D, it's going to be listening to stuff like that. Hell yeah. You know? That's good. Because I'm just like, I feel like I understood about 75% of it, which is more mm-hmm. than I normally do when you talk yeah. about D&D. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, and he just says, uh, stay safe, lads. And middle fingers to the haters. You're a pair of bona fide legends. L-I-W, for, for, for life. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Misha. Appreciate it. Um, just very quickly, because you mentioned uh, D&D. That's the, that's the go word for me. Um, I finished my campaign on Sunday, Tempest. Yes, you did. I, I, fi- I finished D&D. it. You mentioned D&D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Holy mouthful of D&D. Misha mentioned D&D. Misha didn't... Mentioned... Actually, Mitch didn't actually mention D&D. You they just said D&D. it's it's magic item. I mentioned yes. D&D. Go on. Talk about your emotional journey <sighs> with a, a, a music accompaniment. Oh, man. It was... It went really well. Like, the fight, the final boss fight, was the hardest fight they've had, which is how it should be. Final boss fight was great. It was so stressful. Um, one character died and then was brought back to life good stuff that was stressful for them real 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 marvel writing there yeah Mm, yeah hey man they get a spell called revivify they have to cast it within a minute of the person dying goes longer than a minute then that spell can't bring them back but within a minute boom you can get them back which they managed to do which was good um and yeah they, they 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 killed the big bad and everybody was happy but then we had uh, basically two months of like downtime, basically to be like, what is what is your character doing in the two months now? Now that there's basically essentially peace, for ease of words, what does your character do in two months? So we went round and everyone was saying what they were doing. Oh, I'd go to this place. I'd, I'd start looking into this thing, etc. And one of the characters uh, who plays like a, a, a an elderly like tortal guy. Um, and he said, yeah, you know, I, I'd go back and, and, and you know, I tell stories if the adventures I've been on and stuff like that. And I tell stories of all the other people that are in the in the adventure party and stuff like that. After about a month and a half, um, he'd just die peacefully in his sleep. And we were all like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Bearing in mind that this was the character that died in the final fight and was brought back to life. Um, and then he was like, yeah, he was just, um, you know, just from old age. He was just uh, passed peacefully. And all of us were like, oh, no, what? <laughs> And me very quickly uh, changing my final cinematic speech that I'd written because he was still alive in that one. 
Uh, mm-hmm. So me very quickly off inside being like, change that five to a four, change this, <laughs> change that round. Um, yeah, no, it was really good. And then, yeah, did the, the final ending bit. And a few of us got a bit teary afterwards. And it was really oh. lovely. It was, uh, it was a very good time. Uh, I love D&D. This was great. I'm happy. You can hardly tell. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. And the day after, I legitimately felt a bit like down. I was like, ugh, I feel like a bit off today. And I was like, I think it's because D&D ended. <laughs> legitimately morning a bit like upset. Yeah. yeah legit. Morning it. Morning your campaign. Morning it. Oh, it's good. <clears throat> um, anyway, got another email here, Tempest, from mm-hmm. Katie. It says, hi, LAW. Uh, talking about speedruns, because we've been talking about that a little bit lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said, I used to think watching or attempting speedruns was not for me. I couldn't understand the appeal of exploiting glitches and uh, split-second frames to beat a game in minutes. However, Tempest's revelation that putt-putt speedruns exist had turned, in, uh, turned into a YouTube rabbit hole, reliving the fever dream that was early 90s games for me. My question mm-hmm. to you both is, what other random slash unusual kinds of speedruns are uh, are out there that you would recommend? <laughs> LIW444 Life, Katie. Thanks, Katie. I, I have a hell of an answer. <laughs> Go for <laughs> it. If once again, all of my, my speedrunning uh, consumption comes from Small Ant. He, mm-hmm. at, I, he, at one point he was, I don't think he is currently, but he was the world record speedrun holder for sharpening pencils. Yes, I've seen that video. That was a great video. That was he like worked at it for like a month or something mm-hmm. like that, so that he, he should have it. the world record. You have to sharpen ten pencils without a drill because people would just mm-hmm. put them on the end of a drill and put them in a pencil sharpener and let them go. You gotta spin yeah. them. You gotta hold the pencil sharpener between your legs. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta go for it. Uh, I think someone's beaten him since then, but that at one point me. he uh, it's speed running. Everybody's beating everybody. You know, um, at one point he was the world champion, and it's pretty interesting to see just someone just being like, I need to go faster, you know, trying to figure out how to sharpen pencils fast. So, yeah, there's my, there's Get, my recommendation getting like calluses on the fingers from mm-hmm. just like sharpening pencils too much. It's, it's not do so many runs per day because like his hands would mm. get blistery, and yeah. sometimes you bleed. And I'd be like, All right, well, that's me done for the day. I was like, You only did it <laughs> twice, you'll never be the champion this way. <laughs> You got there. Uh, one for me would be uh, a video I watched recently from Jaden Animations about uh, speedrunning Cooking Mama 2. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was a I good video. Like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's good fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I really like that. And uh, one run that I've actually been watching again recently because I just think it's really good. It's a Super Mario Odyssey speedrun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, what's called Talker 2 percent which is the mm. bird in Super Mario Odyssey that gives right. you hints as to where the moons are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives you th- the names of three of the moons. So you have to go up to talk to. It gives you the names of the three moons, and those are the only moons you can get aside mm-hmm. from like the story-based moons. So it's basically like right. a sort of like a randomizer uh, to a yeah. degree. So you have to know like all the different moons and where they're at and the fastest way to get to them and stuff like that. It's genuinely really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a guy that did that at SGDQ last year, I think. Um, so I'd recommend that as well. There Mario you go. Odyssey. Yeah, uh, nipple mm. percent. You play until yes. you see Mario with with just his nipples. Yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two Bus Percent, which mm. is play the game until you get, I think it's to Philadelphia the level and get hit by a bus. <laughs> 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 That's the run. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's great. Um, 
anyway, uh, that is going to do it. This episode of the Rest Talk Podcast kind of hit short day because we started a little bit late because technical issues. Um, but we're going to be back. We've got predictions right after this. So stay tuned question mark uh yeah. for the predictions for the royal jamble we're gonna have a load more content we've got royal jamble live reactions this weekend i will be reclaiming my jam that championship and tempest will be the number one contender to that championship for wrestle jamia it's going to oh, be yeah. a great time um so subscribe to rest talk podcast youtube channel for the live reactions stay tuned for more podcast content we love you very much stay safe goodbye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.